Support comes from the Norton Simon Museum, presenting the film series from canvas to screen on select Saturdays in March. Enjoy a film that captures the drama and beauty of some of history's most celebrated works of art, including Metropolis, Days of Heaven, and Marie Antoinette at nortonsimon.org. Studios. We're not all going to Chipotle and Sweet Greens every day, you know? You got to meet your local mom and pop businesses, your independent entrepreneurs. That's where you're really going to find the fun, exciting, cutting edge stuff. From Elias Studios, this is How to Lay. I'm Brian De Los Santos. And from Gob and Brian Studios, this is Cheap Fast Eats Long Beach. This is our monthly segment where we're highlighting some of Gob's favorite spots across LA to get a quick meal. Last month we went to Pasadena, so make sure to check that one out too. This time we're in my neck of the woods, Long Beach. <laughs> All right, we're here. We're at A&J Seafood Shack. Coca-Cola umbrellas, a blue neon that says, I love seafood. I used to actually live down the street from here when I remember when this place opened. It gives me like alfresco vibes. Yeah. I love alfresco dining, by the way. Definitely. This is a window that you walk up and there's stools and high top tables. Literally uh, a food shack. Exactly. A little bit about Long Beach is high population of Cambodians. I believe it's one of the highest in the country. A&J Seafood Shack offers Cambodian dishes. They offer sort of Pan-Asian dishes. Today we're going to try the beef stick sandwich. Is it kind of like banh mi sort of? In a way, yeah, it is kind of like a banh mi. Think about like a kebab on a sandwich. Can I get a uh, beef stick sandwich? Uh-huh. And that's it. That's it? Yeah. Can I have a name for the order? Gob, G-A-B. I know it's called A&J Seafood Shack, but that doesn't take away from the fact that it's an amazing beef stick sandwich. So many great flavors, textures. I just love it so much. For me, it's the sauce. The sauce is fire. <laughs> so good, right? These are secret sauces the owner makes himself. Oh, snap. All right, so I'm gonna have to become best friends with you. You can tell me later on, maybe. That's Sarah behind the counter, but she doesn't know what's in the sauce either. I try to look, but he'd be like secretive. <laughs> he makes them at home. Or sometimes he'd come over here and he sneaks around us. Okay, next up is Apu's Cafe. What? God, where did you bring me? It's I have to park in the back of this building and there doesn't look like there's a restaurant in sight. What the, what's up with this? So this is technically a medical office building. So people come here to go to the doctor. Down the hallway is this amazing restaurant that I can't wait for you to try. I'm only here because you're the homie, but otherwise it looks a little sus to come here for lunch, to be honest. Fair, fair, but I promise <laughs> it'll be good. I think he refers to it as... Indio-Mexican, sort of Indian ingredients applied to tacos and burritos and all of that good stuff. But today, we're going for something a little more traditional. It's called the Vegan Samosa Chat. A baked dumpling-esque type of construction filled with vegetables with a little bit of soup on the outside. Hey, guys, how are you? I think we're gonna order a vegan samosa chat if that's okay. Okay. This is Chef BR. VR Venkata Raman. I go by Chef VR, and the name of the restaurant is Apu's Turmeric Cafe. Chef BR brings us backstage to his kitchen to just show us how he prepares all this food. You know what, guys? You need to get my chef over here. Her name is Nelly. Nelly Lerma. 
In this kitchen, it's not about me, it's about us. Nelly is over here just blending up some mangoes. Uh, vegan mango lassi, yes. So I put mango, coconut milk, cardamom. When I had COVID a few days ago, obviously I was ordering a bunch of DoorDash or whatever it was, right? And all these meals that I felt like were the, on the healthier side were like 15, 17 bucks, you know, the tip, you had the, 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 the car, uh, whatever. And I'm like, oh man. Yeah, the stigma that healthy food is expensive. The smoothies at Erewhon and what have you. That's fine if you got the dough and you can spend it, but I think it's important to look for more sort of economical ways to keep it healthy. This is vegan mushroom masala. Chef Biar disappears and comes back out with more samples and it's like an uncle trying to feed their like nephews and nieces. Just like, here's some more food. Mushroom masala traditionally is made with cream. We make ours vegan. No dairy, no cream, nada. The next sample was the mango lassi that we heard Nelly making earlier. Yeah, no dairy. No dairy, right. Mm -hmm. So just think of something kind of sweet, creamy, tropical fruits, that kind of thing. I have not tried those like $15 smoothies from Erewhon, but I can tell that this is way better for my pocket. <laughs> so after trying all these delicious samples, Chef BR brings us the main dish that we wanted to try. And here it is, the samosa chat. If I look at it at first glance, it looks like a caldo that my mom could make me, you know, when I'm feeling sick or I just want some caldo. And then empanada in the middle, which I feel like this is something that the New York Times would want to, like, give a recipe for you to do at home. But, like, nobody got time for that. You just come over here, you know? Exactly. Support a small local businessman with an interesting story in a nondescript medical plaza in suburban Long Beach. Okay, one last spot, Brian. Are you ready? It's here, right? Gov just walked in. Thanks for waiting, Gov. Oh. Even before I get there, Gov's already ordering stuff that I don't know what it is, and I have to ask the dude behind the counter, what is he doing? What is he ordering? So Gob trusted the chef, and uh, Heidel's going to go ahead and fix y'all up a plate, so I'm not sure yet. I'm actually going to order a coffee. Oh, yeah, and this place is also a cute little coffee shop. Yeah, Sala Coffee and Wine, cool. and Derek's the owner. The lavender latte is really good. I'd probably say the salita is awesome. It's a kind of like a Spanish latte, uh, sweet condensed milk, comes with cinnamon. I mean, I do love me some Spanish lattes here and there. I love how it's like an open space. There's a side for the wines. You can browse and have a little cute moment outside. But the one thing I really gravitate towards, it's like it's owned by Latino owners, right? And I don't find that always happening in places like these, like bougie, third wave type of places. Yeah, wine and coffee can be pretty intimidating topics. There's so much to know, certain varietals and what have you. Mm -hmm. But Derek and Brandy do a really great job at making it approachable so that everybody can kind of try and figure out what it is they like. But as cool as all of that is, that's not why we're here. Oh, look at these burgers. They're so cute. Yeah, dude, this is my this is my child. It's a beef sausage blend, fried egg, grilled onions, and then raspberry jam. And it's like spicy, savory, sweet. Wait, hold up. Where does this jam idea come from? In 10th grade, my friend CJ's mom, she's kind of a chola, she bought us McDonald's and she dressed my sausage McMuffin with the jam on it already. And at first I was like, what the heck are you doing? Then I bit it and it was over. I was like, oh, I get it. So 15, 20 years later, I'm spreading the love and sharing it with others. 
My name is Jairo Bogarin. This is Hamburgers Nice every Tuesday at Sala Coffee and Wine in Long Beach. The breakfast burgers go for about $10 and then the lunch burgers go for about 11 And then he also does uh, vegetarian burgers. He does a really great chorizo burger, which I highly, highly recommend. When I was in middle school, he gave us these like peanut butter jelly sandwiches with the crust cut off. It reminds me like of an adult version of that. How do you find these foods, dude? They're so good. <laughs> I'm gonna keep saying the same thing on tape. Oh my God, it's delicious. It is though. After the burgers, we went outside to talk a little bit more with the chef. I'll be honest right off the bat, we're at a kind of a bougie coffee shop, right? Awesome that it's owned by Latinos and you're a Latino chef. And I love the coffee. I had a coffee today. But, you know, when you go back to your hood, to La Raza, where they're maybe not used to, you know, a $10 burger. What are your thoughts on that? Like, how do you figure things out when you're doing the pop-ups elsewhere? That's funny you ask that. I'm often in my head about that, including like this morning I was thinking about it. It's something that I'm trying to figure out as I try to appeal to just a broader audience. I charge what I charge today because that's what makes sense business-wise. A lot of these items cost a lot of money, so I have to charge 10 bucks to make a living. But yeah, I mean, does it make sense to charge this at the local park where I grew up, where people have never been to a third wave coffee shop? It might catch people off guard because they're used to a $4 burger, a $5 burger. I think that's the energy behind the thought of, cool, let me pop up in Wilmington, let me pop up in North Long Beach, in Compton, and let me just forget about my profit price point. Let's just be there for the community and honestly just let them experience one of the best burgers they're going to have. Maybe I'm not going to have a big profiting day, but I'm going to serve this community. The food culture in Long Beach is diverse. It's reflective of the people that live here, and I think that's part of the reason what makes it so great. Exploring LA through communities and food. That's right. All right, y'all, that's all we have time for today. Thank you so much for joining me on another great food journey. Anytime for you, Gob. Speaking of anytime, when is the next time? Next time, we're headed to the gateway of the valley, Glendale. Wait, is it really the valley? Because I have strong opinions and I've heard all the opinions throughout my life. I guess we'll have to find out next month, Brian. Special thanks to AJ Seafood, Apu's Cafe, and Hamburger's Nice. And special thanks to you, Gob. From Elias Studios, this is How to LA. I'm your host, Brian De Los Santos. Catch us Tuesdays through Thursdays, wherever you get your podcasts. And don't forget to subscribe to our newsletter at elias.com slash howtola. Erica Washington writes our newsletter. Our producers are Evan Jacoby, Meg Botel, and Kyle Chang. Chris Farias handles our social media. Check us out on Instagram at EliasPics and on TikTok at EliasVids. Our intern is Olive Bieni. Hasmik Pagosian engineers the show. Our theme music this week is by Austin Cross, Donald Paz, and Eero3. Megan Larson is our executive producer. Support for this podcast is made possible by Gordon and Donna Crawford, who believe that quality journalism makes LA a better place to live. This program is made possible in part by the Corporation for Public Broadcasting, a private corporation funded by the American people.